everybody. Good morning, good morning. Jason here for another Wealth Coffee Chat. Welcome along. Let's get myself organized here. Hopefully everyone is well for a wonderful Tuesday, a terrific Tuesday. Welcome uh, to another day, another morning where we get to chat about uh, investing in real estate. I'll do the quick intros while things are uh, warming up and uh, people are jumping on the live. Uh, Jason Witten's my name. Uh, as I said a bit earlier, welcome to those who are coming back. Good to see you again. And uh, for those who are joining for the first time, uh, welcome along. A uh, bit about me if you're joining us for the first time. Hey, good morning, Shaquille. Good to see you. Great to see you. Fantastic. Well, listen, I can't see today for some reason who's online, but uh, hopefully you're all there. Good to see uh, a few people jumping in. Karen, yes, haven't heard from you for ages, Karen. Must get in touch soon, absolutely, for sure. Hey, listen, uh, for anyone who's new, um, um, good morning. Thanks for joining. Uh, here's me saying hello to me. <laughs> One of my team are logged in as me somehow. Hello, me. Uh, good to see you. Uh, James, how are you, mate? Good, uh, good to see you jumping on, catching the live this morning too. Awesome job. Hey, listen, uh, for those who are joining and haven't joined us before, uh, I've been investing in property over 20 years and uh, coaching property investors over 18. Each morning we get together, Monday to Friday, most weeks, uh, except for holidays and stuff like that. And we talk a little bit about some strategies, some tips, some techniques, some ideas, some motivation, some inspiration, some aspiration when it comes to buying property, owning it, and uh, creating some wealth, some income, some uh, some choices in the future using real estate as your investment vehicle, a vehicle of choice, a vehicle of wealth. Uh, that's what we do. So uh, welcome along. And uh, this morning, I was going to uh, talk to you guys about what I'm calling, what I call an income engine. And... Um, the layers, the um, the idea of how you can build an income engine that has some reliability and consistency for you as a property investor. You want to uh, reliable. I think that's how you spell it. My English, my spelling is not the greatest, so give us a shout out uh, if you see uh, <laughs> if you see some of the words that I'm not spelling right. But I'm sure you get what I'm saying. If you're going to create an income, a passive income for yourself in the future, you want that income to be reliable. You want it to be something that you know is going to happen consistently um, as a, a passive income. The challenge is what I've seen in the world of investing, the world of real estate, the more reliable and consistent, um, the more reliable and consistent that income is, Often there is a good morning, Alison. There's a reverse. Uh, there's a reverse um, number. The more reliable, the more consistent, the lower the number comes. So it's kind of like this risk. Uh, it's this risk v reward um, ratio where the um, the higher the risk, the higher the reward, the lower the risk the lower the reward. E.g., if you're, uh, well, a little while ago, not right now, if you had some money in a bank account and you had it in a fixed-term deposit, I don't like people keeping their cash in the bank. The bank is the only winner there. That's 
I've said that a heap of times, but um, if you have your money and it's sitting somewhere which is kind of reliable and consistent and maybe even deemed safe, um, you know, let's call it a term deposit in a bank, well, you're going to get sort of, you know, half a percent, one percent paid. But you know, with a very high degree of reliability and consistency, it will be paid on time, every time, and it won't miss a beat, right? So that's what I'm sort of talking about. But because the risk is low, the reward is low, okay? And so for us as property investors, we want to make sure our capital, our money, our deposits, the amount of cash we have got at work, your money, your money, your dollars working for more dollars, right? working for more dollars is the most efficient possible. And I want to talk to you this morning about this income engine, this kind of risk reward engine that I've used over the years. Um, and uh, some of you guys are starting to see a little bit of this stuff being, um, uh, being offered and being supported at Positive uh, as well. So let's go through it uh, before um, uh, we get on with the rest of our day. Um, let's have a look at looking at what, thanks Pratesh, um, glad you enjoyed it, mate. Uh, yeah, we had uh, a pretty good night last night. Sam talked about the property market in Melbourne, some amazing information, and we had um, uh, Trevor Hendy, um, six times Ironman champion, world world uh, class athlete, come along and talk about living, a, living the best life after uh, Winning everything and finding out winning wasn't the only thing in life, which was pretty cool. So um, thanks, Pratesh. Thanks for the shout out, mate. So let's talk about this income engine. Let's talk about making sure we have multiple legs to our income engine and how we can beef up, how we can increase our income return, our income potential by being smart about how we use our money and allocate it around here. So let's just talk quickly about this process and. Um, and how it might work. When we're first starting out, my belief for you as a property investor, you should create a weekly income strategy and that is based around, as many of you guys would know, that is based around residential real estate, let's call it resi real estate, that, that's houses, um, uh, townhouses and apartments, so that's a house, a townhouse uh, or a unit, uh, and those types of properties um, are very reliable and very consistent and their income is paid weekly, okay? The rent in all circumstances in residential real estate 99.9% uh, .9 of the time is paid weekly, which is fantastic, all right? So when we're talking about reliable and consistency, we're looking at residential real estate being the, the most reliable income stream in our investment um, uh, view, okay? It's the most reliable. There is no other more reliable, more consistent and safer. That's not very, not, that's not the best English, but you understand what I'm saying. It's the easiest, it's the simple, it's the most reliable. But the challenge is the risk in comparison to other things is quite low. So the return, the rent as a percentage, usually comes out at three to 5%, 
okay? It's three to 5% return cash on the value of the asset I'm talking right now. So um, over time, our assets might rise and so too our rents might rise, which is great. Very consistent, very safe and very reliable, okay? Residential real estate. I'm a big fan and I believe you should have between three and five million dollars worth of uh, value in your weekly consistent safe uh, income engine, okay? That's what I believe you should have uh, over there. And if you don't, then I don't believe you should move to the next parts uh, if you choose to. Now, you don't have to, but if you choose to move to these next parts, then for some people, depending on your makeup and your portfolio, this might accelerate the income when it comes to your income engine, okay? So the next one, which comes in, which is not so reliable and not so consistent, but it's paid monthly in the residential, in the real estate world, is uh, uh, commercial, commercial real estate. Now let's talk about commercial real estate. It's like industrial, commercial, retail, offices, anything that has the ability for you to create a, a better income. Now. It's paid monthly. It's not so reliable. Uh, you can have a lot, lot more vacancy. You can have a lot more challenges and expenses and cost in commercial real estate. 90% of the time, it is inappropriate for an investor that does not have this residential, reliable weekly income base in play. 90% of the time, this is not appropriate for you to invest directly in in your personal name. My caveat is this. Number one, my caveat is unless you're a business owner, because I think commercial real estate and business go together really nicely, um, or you want to uh, beef up this type of um, investing potentially with your super, okay? But uh, we're not gonna dive deep into the idea of this today. I just wanna sort of um, go over the top of it for you guys. Commercial real estate. now. Commercial real estate can range quite consistently between five and eight percent, okay, um, as a rental yield, okay, and um, and sometimes it's it's you know could even go a little bit further up here when it comes to the return, the cash on the return. The challenge is with commercial real estate, it requires more dollars. The lending, the lending is more challenging, it requires more cash, you have to borrow at 70%, maybe 80% if you're lucky. The lending terms are very different. If you have some challenges, if your values in your commercial real estate fall or your rents are full, banks can call your loans in on commercial real estate. Over here in residential real estate, um, well, you can borrow, I mean, literally at the moment, some of the first home buyers are borrowing at 95%, which is amazing, but you can never, ever, ever, because the law protects you in residential real estate, your loans will never be called in if your values go down or your rents go down, never. As long as you're paying the mortgage, 
You could have bought something for 500 grand and it's worth 100 grand and the bank cannot touch you. Now, that would be terrible. Um, but what I'm saying is just compare and contrast between these two. Commercial carries with it more risk, hence a higher income. Now, hopefully everyone's following along right now um, and, um, and sort of getting what, um, what's going on right now as we, as we go, right? So depending on where you are and whether it's appropriate for you, commercial real estate may be one way you can accelerate you can accelerate your income once you've gone past here. What might be appropriate is you take a certain dollar amount from this section here once you've got a good residential uh, residential portfolio in play, and then you might choose to accelerate it in this way, okay? I prefer to accelerate it in these couple of other ways if you're not familiar or um, keen to be uh, a little bit more hands-on in your real estate portfolio. Now, quarterly, and I'm going to stick with real estate here, gang, because that's that's my wheelhouse, that's my thing um, as we go, right? So um, let's have a bit of a look at this. Quarterly, there are actually quite good um, uh, retail, call it retail, retail uh, property funds in the stock market, in the stock market, um, commercial retail funds, um, which invest in properties, big properties, big offices, big towers, big um, industrial complexes, all of those sorts of things, retail property funds um, listed in the stock market, and uh, they often can get quite a good income. Quite a good income, okay? Now, um, you see these numbers here, 7 to 15% paid quarterly, uh, very nice, great income profile. Like, wow, this looks pretty interesting. Um, but but uh, tell me, gang, tell me, what is the, while this looks amazing, what's the limitation here? What's the limitation on a, uh, a stock on the share market that deals in, in property? And it what it does is it, is it blends its returns. It's has some that it holds and some that it sells and delivers to you quite a, a mixed return. What's the limitation on this type of investing here, gang? Uh, maybe shout it out in the chat while I'm um, answering Mark's comment here. And Mark's go, with retail market changing to online for what, what are the most risks with commercial? And, and that's a great question, Mark. Um, and certainly for those small shops, for those ones that should never have been in business in the first place, Mark, they were hanging in there by the skin of their teeth and on their fingernails. Um, those ones are going to be, those, those ones are going to be, um, yeah, there's going to be a re, um, a redesigning, a rethinking, a reimagining of what that, that real estate's going to be used for. Mark, basically that stuff's going to be very difficult to make work for a while. Okay. Um, and, uh, as, as we go and we have a look at this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so some higher volatility, absolutely. When you get exposed to the stock market, there is higher volatility. So, you know, things can go up and things can go down very quickly, very quickly in the shares. The underlying value of the real estate often doesn't change, but the emotional um, volatility of a stock market has some issues. Um, Alison pointed out an excellent one here 
which um, kind of dovetails into your conversation, Mark, or your question, which is, um, um, you know, what's going on out there for commercial? And the world of industrial and logistics for storage and transport has absolutely blown up in value, as in massive value and uh, um, whatever. All right, uh, I think we have, we've got the answer here. Shaquille, need big cash, which really at the end of the day, whoever said this, give us a shout out who you are because potentially, again, sometimes Facebook blocks your name. No leverage, gang, zero leverage. No LVR, zero leverage. So while this is great, um, you know, Shaquille said, you've got to put cash in. You've got to buy it in cash. And, you know, to get a good return here, if you had $100,000, well, you know, that's great. You might make seven grand for the year. But in reality, if you had $100,000 and you leveraged it at 90%, you'll make seven grand for the year and end up buying a million dollars worth of real estate up here. So when we look at the risk versus return, that stuff starts to not make sense. When you get you know, in this section here, when your portfolio grows, imagine your 5 million doubles to 10 million. Um, imagine taking a million dollars worth of equity out of there and putting it over here and getting 15% on that million, okay? So think about it as we go. For most of us right now, we're probably in this stage here where we're building our commercial, uh, our residential, um, very consistent, very reliable um, very understandable wealth base. And as that wealth base grows, then there are other ways we can accelerate and we can manipulate and improve our income profiles in our portfolio um, if we think about what we're up to. So that's not a bad choice. Not a bad choice when you've got quite a lot of equity here that you might not want to go and buy another residential piece of real estate directly. You might not want some leverage, okay? So um, at some point, you're like, well, that's it, I'm done. I've got eight, 10 properties. I don't wanna borrow any more right now. I want to do something else. Maybe I will do something simple um, and just get some exposure for some direct income, okay? But the volatility we need to understand. So awesome, awesome gang. Hopefully um, this is making sense as we're going along. Um, and last but not least, uh, in the property world, um, you guys have probably seen a few of these with us, uh, joint ventures or um, private uh, property syndicates, okay? PS, private property syndicates. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, we launched one last year with a few of our, um, a few of our mentoring clients and uh, we got ourselves a hold of a small land subdivision and we created 29 pieces of land um, and uh, we said to um, those who are in a position inside of positive, hey, who wants to join us in this, um, in this joint venture, in this private property syndicate that myself and Sam are going to, uh, going to buy and run and um, you know, who wants to jump in and get a bit of a return? Because at the end of the day, um, um, you've got to borrow money from somewhere I've got to borrow money from a bank or a lender somewhere to do the deals. And uh, we said, well, you know, why don't you guys come for a ride and we do it together, all right? So the return here um, is 20% plus, 20% plus. We're on track at the moment for over 25% over return for the investors, cash on cash return for the year. Uh, again, 
Uh, there's no direct leverage. You can't put 100 grand in and then borrow another uh, $900,000, have a million dollars worth of leverage in here. No, it's direct with cash. But, you know, um, the return is pretty nice, okay? So we're, we're tracking on um, uh, a very nice return. So that can happen. But again, the risk is high and the return is high, okay? So again, you might let, imagine you took a bit of cash out of this area because this, this weekly consistent value, your wealth base in your very consistent um, um, portfolio is where you can create the equity that you can redeploy in maybe one or all three of these locations in an appropriate way to accelerate your income profile as a property investor um, as we go. So gang, um, hopefully that made sense today. Um, there you go. Looks wonderful, doesn't it? Um, uh, <laughs> some scribbles on, on, the, on the board there. Um, but uh, understand, as we grow our property portfolio as property investors, we need to make sure we understand getting a really solid wealth base in place. And then if we want to, only if we want to, we can start to think about how to accelerate um, safely and smartly once we've got our base in place with other potential opportunities and understand the risk and rewards for each. And that's how we can make our money work harder and create a, a, a bigger income as you're going along, gang. Okay? So um, for all of those, oh, thanks, Shaquille. For you guys in mentoring, you get access to this stuff all the time. And, uh, you know, if and when you're ready, reach out to your coach and ask them if you can, um, you know, go to the next level or start to talk about this stuff if it's appropriate. Uh, for those who are new joining us, never heard of this stuff before, this is what we do in our coaching and our mentoring. So if you think this stuff is cool just for, you know, 15 or 20 minutes this morning, you know, we have a, a lifetime coaching program who helps uh, people who are passionate about real estate get this stuff dialed and get it done. So give us a shout out if you want to know more about that. Anyway, gang, uh, that's it. It was a bit of a long one this morning, but I thought that was, uh, that'd be quite cool to talk about today um, and, uh, and, uh, and have a bit of a yarn through. All right, hopefully you're well. Um, it's about 8.30, so uh, uh, I should uh, turn off this thing and move on and let you guys get on with the rest of your day. Hopefully uh, it, it's an awesome one. And um, hey, take care and join me tomorrow. Join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat. All right, gang, take care. Bye for now. Adios.